Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Win? Well, yeah, they're still playing. I got my times wrong, of course. Being uh, <laughs> you know, the out-of-touch dad, I, I looked at next week's score instead of this one, or next week's time, uh, I should say. So. We've all been there. <laughs> They're down. They need a little help right now. Well, I promise it won't take too much of your time then, uh, but I appreciate you giving us a few minutes here, Eric. First and foremost, starting here in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson seemed a couple weeks ago to finally turn that corner in that Titans game, uh, but fans were robbed, obviously, of seeing him attempt to string together a couple good performances when he was out last weekend. Where do you stand with Deshaun Watson four games into the season where – were the first two games just, you know, shaking off the rust? Was the third game an anomaly, or is it evidence that he'll be okay? And should Browns fans be a little worried here? I think, you know, given the way last week played out, and I'm not going to suggest anything about, you know, the nature of the injury or anything like that. It's just unfortunate timing, right? Yeah. And then you understand right before the bye, you say, I don't think I can do what I need to do, but, you know, what's was it, were they caught off guard by that? Was it have a good plan B? Guard, you know. And obviously, like you said, the game before was the most uh, encouraging performance we've seen to this point. But pretty obvious to me that as much as they need him, they need better. I mean, they have to see more consistency, more big plays, perfect marriage of scrambling and throwing everything he did in Houston. We've only gotten kind of glimpses of it so far. So, you know, it's still kind of in wait and see mode at this point. You mentioned being caught off guard a little bit by last week in the injury situation, and part of the blame, I think, does go on to Sean, but I also think a big chunk of it goes on Kevin Stefanski for making it, for, for what seemed like him just being ill-prepared to start a rookie quarterback. Like, if he had all his faith that, that Deshaun was going to start, like, that's that's obviously on him. Would you say at this point, how do you feel about Kevin Stefanski as a head coach? Like, do you think he's a good head coach? Do you think he's, like, a middle of the – middle of the pack head coach or do you think he's a bad head coach because all we hear about is how great of a schemer he is but then the last three years have just obviously not been or I guess the last two years plus the start of this year haven't been what anybody expected after 2020 yeah I think I think he's a very smart offensive coach and I think he has a great idea of you know timing and formations how to keep teams off balance I do think he has kind of a rigid system that doesn't as low or has in the past I don't you know maybe there's yeah a little more flexibility with it now, but allowing Deshaun to be Deshaun is it's liberating for him. It's got to be a little tougher a coach to have that trust. But I mean, why, why are you paying him a quarter billion dollars? If you don't trust him implicitly, if you don't think he has that natural playmaking ability. So, you know, it's a, it's a push and pull. I understand a coach saying, Hey, we've got a, thing we're doing our way and we've got to have it within a certain structure but is that the right approach with that quarterback so you know some of the game management stuff has has come up in the past but yeah I mean obviously he's, he's done some good things there's, you know but there's there's quite a few questions after what happened with Baker now it's slowly unfolding with Deshaun I think Talk with Eric Edholm here at the North Olmsted Chrysler Deep Dodge, Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline you mentioned you know kind of the push and pull and that there's certain elements that he, he does well and other things that are a little bit rigid. Just 
Do you anticipate that they'd move on from him before the end of the season? Because um, I, I think here in Cleveland, like there's plenty of fans who've said they've seen enough, but I don't know that the organization necessarily is operating that way. Yeah, and it's hard to know. I mean, obviously we have a lot of football left, and so I mean, you know, I've I, I've talked to team officials from other teams in the past in similar situations where coach is kind of hanging in the balance a little bit, you, you know, and and there's definitely situations where. Had they won more games that final season, even two or three more games, the coach might have survived. So, you know, it could be in that kind of DEFCON 2 mode, right? We're not quite there yet. DEFCON 2 and a half, three, somewhere in that range. But, yeah, it's concerning that, that they haven't been able to trend forward. You know, obviously I saw you know, I'm here in Chicago. I saw Matt Nagy have a great first season. Things turned sour thereafter. I don't think it's quite as bad as that right now. But, you know, it's, it's concerning if they can't take advantage of a really good defense. Sure, the unfortunate Chubb injury. Sure, offensive line and defensive injuries too, but still, a really good defense and a division that may not be quite as strong as we thought in August. Browns fans may not want to hear the answer to this one, but you you mentioned his name, so I want to kind of ask this. Baker Mayfield, is is his story so far that he's a better quarterback than maybe he was given credit for after the couple rough years in a row? Or is his success more just about the situation that he's in? Yeah, I think having a new address was certainly a important thing for him. Obviously, the late trade to Carolina last year, you know, and everything that had unfolded prior to that, of course, just hanging in the balance and, you know, sort of being in what I'm sure he felt was purgatory in, in a way. But, yeah, I mean, going to L.A., having the one big game and then kind of riding out the season, not knowing his future, he got a starting opportunity he beat out a former second-round pick. He helped, you know, a, a big road win week one. Just came off a big win at New Orleans last week. You know, the Eagles game didn't go according to plan, but he's been good. I mean, he's been solid. I don't know if it's, you know, sort of throwing on first down more last week and letting him run a little bit. You're worried, obviously, about the hits and some of his pocket presence has been a little shaky at times, but... You know, I think uh, Dave Canales has done a really good job kind of designing the offense to his strengths and not asking him to do things he's not great at, which is, you know, precision throws uh, down the middle and in, in tough spots like that. He, you want him throwing with tempo, with rhythm, get the play-action game going, and occasionally let him use his athleticism and his toughness to, to fight for first downs. Now, we saw, saw that at times in Cleveland. Obviously, it was this weird up-and-down thing. It never felt like a love affair after a certain point. And it turned really awkward. So far, they're loving him down there, and he's making the most of his opportunity on a you know a short term deal. At Eric underscore Edholm on Twitter, uh, and of course we're talking with Eric Edholm, who covers the NFL for NFL.com. Have you like written off the Bengals completely at this point? Because that situation looks like it's just not n- nothing about it seems right at the moment, particularly because of the Joe Burrow injury. Burrow is clearly hobbling, and he's he's clearly limited in what he can do. And, and you have to say that's a big part of it. I mean, you give them toughness, but the, the fact that they had these backup quarterback issues in the, in the, in the preseason should have been more concerning, right? And, yeah. You know, we saw, obviously, you know, if, if he's sort of forcing himself to play when he shouldn't be playing, that's an issue. And, you know, everything else, too. I mean, look, this defense was really good last year, pressure quarterbacks. The secondary was new, but still, I mean, they, you expect a little better from them. It hasn't been a bad defensive performance, but – I don't really know what this team does well right now. I mean, I don't know what their superpower is. And if Burroughs hurt and the whole operation is kind of watered down and the offensive line hasn't taken a 
a noticeable jump and you know all these different things it's like you you have a hard time seeing how you get back to where you've been the last you know two three years and it's just I mean, maybe they get well this weekend, but the Cardinals are no joke, man. I mean, they're, they've played well. They've, they've been very competitive in every game. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It, it's, it's not looking great down there, and they got some, some big, big issues that have come to a head, and we'll see if they can get right the ship or not. Uh, let me get you out of here with this, Eric. Again, I don't want to take too much of your time here. What team has surprised you the most so far, and what team has maybe disappointed you the most so far in the early stages of the season? Well, it's kind of two we just talked about. Tampa Bay, obviously, and then Cincinnati would be a pretty good one, too. I wasn't shocked that the Giants in Minnesota took steps backward. Agreed. I don't know that I thought they'd be quite where they are right now, although I think Minnesota's got a little more fight in them than, than maybe I thought, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't completely bury them. But, yeah, I mean, and I, again, I live here in Chicago, and I think Bears fans were quietly hoping for a 7-8-9 win season Thursday. It was tremendous. But where has it been all year, right? So, a little bit shocking how they got to this point and how many controversies have, have come up, but we are talking about the team that picked number one in the in the draft last year, so I'll, <laughs> my shock isn't exactly a, a, at the highest level for that. Let me actually squeeze in just one more really, really quickly here. We talked about Kevin Stefanski and his future, and obviously I think we all agree he's kind of on the hot seat a little bit. What coach is on the hottest seat, you think, right now? Well, Eberflus certainly cooled it down a few notches on Thursday, you know, yeah. and you know, that was, that was huge for his survival, but there's a lot more to be done. I mean, like, I don't think anyone thinks that they're, you know, that staff is, is kicking back in their chairs and we're all good now. So, say he's number one. Stefanski's got to be on the list. Um, look, I don't, you know, the Bengals don't like paying for salaries of coaches that don't work for them, but, you know, I mean, they kept Marvin Lewis, after he plateaued for a long time. They've kept other coaches, but if, if since he craters, what happens with Zach Taylor? Is he? Mm. Is there an expectation that this team should be far better? You know, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a at least something you have to sort out. He's Eric Edholm, covers the NFL, does a tremendous job at NFL.com. You can follow him on X or the Twitter, the the social media platform <laughs> formerly known as Twitter, uh, at Eric underscore Edholm. Eric, always appreciate your time, my man. I appreciate especially you uh, cutting out of your daughter's so- uh, soccer game. But I'll let you get back to it, man. Hope they get a what W. Had they, had they won, they did lose, I, I wouldn't have picked uh, up. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, man. You too, Eric. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. Uh, good stuff from Eric at home. Uh, he talked about a, a specific someone. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.